0: Hello there, and it is Velvet Owl watches Baywatch Nights because he's an idiot and decided to stick to something that he was kind of not really thinking through when he decided to do. Yes, um, we are on episode 12, which puts us, I think, about halfway through the first season, um... Yeah, because there's 22 episodes in the first season. So, I look at it that way. I, I've, I've got half a season down. And that's just a season and a half to go. can do this. I can do this. I've got this. This is, this is fucking motivational shit here. You know, whenever you are having trouble and thinking, Oh man, I just can't do this. Tell yourself, but Velvet Al has gotten through half a season of Baywatch Nights. You've got this, man. You've got this. So, we're on episode 12. It's called Thin Blood. So, I'm not sure. Maybe it's about vampires. I hope it's about vampires. All I know, the reason I started watching this is because at some point, it, suppo- uh, this show's supposed to go off the deep end with, like, supernatural shit. And it hasn't happened yet. I mean, there was the psychic in the early episodes who just disappeared um, man I wish she was back um, I liked her she was a, a little goofy but so I'm guessing it's either gonna be about vampires or donating blood. this could be like some sort of like Red Cross scam going on and only the Hasselhoff detective agency can take care of it which will it be? Let me press play and find out. So we start off in New York City, as you know, because it tells us uh, the title on screen, New York City, because otherwise you wouldn't believe it's New York City. I, I wouldn't have. I would have thought it's just some shady part of California. Baywatch takes place in California, right? I mean, they're on the beach, so I, I've just always assumed that it takes place in California, but now that I think about it, I have no fucking clue where Baywatch takes place. It theoretically could take place on the beaches of Montana. Does Montana have beaches? I I don't know. Off to the Google machine. Does Montana have beaches? City Beach is one of the most popular beaches in Montana. There you have it. So, theoretically, Baywatch can be taking place in Montana. But it probably is California. So, we've got this couple in a car and they're up to some shady shit. Because A, it's New York City. Everyone's up to shady shit there. But B, they're in a dark alleyway. Only shady shit happens in dark alleyways. And they just look like shady people. But the woman, she's like... You know, I'll be waiting right here while you go do your shady shit. And he's got a briefcase, and he goes to meet these other guys um, who are also doing shady shit. But they're all in suits, so this is, like, this isn't thug level shady shit. This is, like, white-collar crime-level shady shit. And the guy who... The guy whose wife or woman is, like, waiting in the car, he pulls out an Uzi... And he's like, fuck you, I'm taking the case that presumably has money, but I'm guessing since they didn't specifically say that there was cash, or like a cash amount, I'm guessing the briefcase actually holds something else, like important documents, uh, like maybe the codes for nuclear weapons. Um, Who knows? I was gonna, you know, throw out some other like joke... Uh, suggestions and I just completely blanked out on it but so there's big gunfight and the woman comes to try to save her man but she sees that he's been shot and figures well he's pretty much as good as dead um he's still shooting at the other people and but he's on the ground and he's bleeding so yeah he's as good as dead there's no way I'm gonna be able to get him into the car and get him to hospital which I mean really you've been doing shady shit so The hospital might be out of the question, anyhow. So she drives off, crashing into several things on the way. While her man... He looks at himself, he's bleeding, but... He doesn't look like he's dying. Like, no, like, deaf grasp, or going... (sighs) No, he he just kind of nonchalantly looks down at his shoulder and sees blood. Over at the Hasselhoff Detective Agency... Uh, they've got a case. It seems that the wife of a prominent judge thinks that he's been spending a little too much time with, um, what, did she say the district attorney? Or, some lawyer. Which is bad news, because that is a conflict of interest if she ever has to try a case in front of him. But, more importantly, the wife, you know, wants to make sure that her husband's not out there fucking around on her. And I don't blame her, so... This is all secondhand. She's not actually there. This is just what Angie Harmon tells us the case is about. And Angie Harmon is looking for her keys. Because she has to go to DMV because she's got an appointment. And if she doesn't go, you know, and misses her appointment... She's just gonna be stuck waiting in long lines. Ah, oh, the fucking DMV. E- even nowadays with all our electronic access... It is still such a pain in the ass to go. Ugh. I I try to avoid the DMV at all costs. At least you can nowadays avoid it somewhat. Like, you can just, like, renew your registration online and shit like that, and that's cool. Uh, unfortunately, I wear glasses, so I have to, like, go there when I have to get my license renewed because I got to take the fucking eye exam. And it's like, dude, just trust me. I can see. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. So, but anyhow, Angie Harmon does not wear glasses, but this is the 90s. And so electronic technology has not reached a point where she can just take care of shit online. She has to go. But, someone has shown up at the detective agency office. It's the shady woman from earlier who left her man behind, bleeding. Oh no, what could she want? (gasps) Turns out, she's Angie Harmon's sister. Well, that takes a wrinkle. And I don't know if that would actually be the proper phrase to use. It takes a wrinkle. Um, But yeah... This is gonna be interesting, especially since this means like now she's gonna have to catch up with her sister and Angie Harmon is gonna miss her appointment at the DMV Maybe sis will understand like oh Yeah, I probably haven't seen you in forever because you've been off in New York City doing shady shit But we can catch up later. I gotta hit the DMV and do some DMV shit first. So Angie Harmon tells her sister like Oh, um, I wish you would have called so we could have planned, but, um, yeah, we could get together, but I gotta go to DMV. Good on you, Angie Harmon. You got priorities. Your sister can wait. The DMV cannot. But she tells her sister, like, but don't worry, Hasselhoff here. He'll take care of you. And Hasselhoff is just ready to jump on that. He smells it. He's like, he's like a fucking shark in water smelling blood. He's like, a- and I'm not meaning that in a gross way of, he smells that she's on her period. Um, he just smells pheromones. He just knows, like, oh, yeah. This chick wants to ride the Hasselhoff. And so he's like, yeah, I'll take care of you. Let's go get something to eat. Because later he's going to eat you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you people sick of that yet? <laughs> it's become, like, my signature catchphrase. And... You know, I've just fucking stolen it from millions of other people who stole it from other people. But... But weirdly, there's a call for Angie Harmon's sister at the Hesloff detective agency. How can that be? Who could have her number? So she takes the call, and it's her man. See, I told you he wasn't dead. She didn't bother to, like see that well she saw that he was bleeding but she didn't bother to check to see if he was bleeding to the point where he was gonna die or not she just kind of ran off and apparently this guy managed to get the number somehow and just great timing on his part too of calling right when she got there because remember uh, he's over back in like new york city and whatever and the fact that they told us it was New York City means Baywatch Nights is not taking place in New York City. It's taking somewhere else, in Montana. That's my new headcanon. <laughs> Baywatch Nights takes place in Montana. I don't care. You cannot convince me otherwise. No, I, I think I did see an episode of Baywatch where they did uh, specify it was California. So, yeah. But isn't it much more fun to just pretend that Baywatch takes place in Montana? It does. But, so... But great timing on his part to get a hold of her, and... She's like, yeah. And he's like, I want the money. So, apparently she had the money, so... The briefcase that he was trying to get did not have the money. So... My guess. Because she had the money. So, my guess is he was supposed to give money for something, and is trying to fuck over the other people in the deal and wants whatever he was trying to buy but without actually paying for it and now he's got neither the money nor the mystery object and you know she sneakily like hangs up on him but continues to talk pretending like that she's talking to her boss or something but Hasselhoff he's got a careful eye he notices that she she hung up the phone that's mysterious but cuz Hasselhoff is a poon hound he takes her out to lunch so half Hasselhoff and Angie Harmon's sister are you know chatting it up over lunch and blah 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 and Angie Harmon's sister doesn't have any clothes with her huh seems kind of weird she would just go visit New York er, no visit from New York all the way to California uh, they specifically do say it's California. uh, I don't care. I am keeping my head cannon that this is actually Montana, and there's a los Angeles montana that that is my head cannon. You cannot take that away from me, but luckily, Donna de Erico just has lots of clothes laying around that she can borrow and any Armand sister has to make a quick call over to. This guy who can make her a fake passport. Hmm. Suspicious. Mysterious. Um, wait. Yeah, it's it's not suspicious at all. We, the viewer, know that she's up to shady shit. But it's not like Hasselhoff or Donna Diarco are overhearing this conversation. So, yeah, it doesn't seem shady to them. And... off. he makes a call over to the lifeguards. Because remember, he's got the detective agency, but he is still a lifeguard over on Baywatch days. So he just gives them uh, the heads up like there's a bad rift. So keep an eye on people. Maybe keep them out of the water. Just keep things very well. Uh, Just be careful out there. And then Angie Harmon's sister comes back, and she starts sweet-talking him and you know Hasselhoff he's just on the prowl he is going to try to bang her and he talks about how you know if you got a bikini I could take you out on a wave rider and she's like oh well Donna D'Erco happened to give me a bikini among the clothes that she gave me that no one thinks is weird that she needs clothes (laughs) but you know I mean, Hasselhoff probably knows it's weird, but first he's got to get his dick wet, and then he's gonna... Hey, don't look at me like that. Mostly because, you know, this is an audio podcast, so how are you looking at me? But over in New York City, the uh, her man, Angie Harmon's sister's man, um, he's getting beat up by the head thug of I don't know. I don't even... I still don't know what happened. Someone's got a briefcase and someone's got the money. And, you know, they're gonna kill him. But he's like, oh, no, no, no. It wasn't me. It was Angie Harmon's sister. She has it. And she's over in California. And her sister has a detective agency. Her sister does not have a detective agency. Her sister works for a detective agency. It's Hasselhoff's detective agency. Well, no, actually technically it is Angie Harmon's detective agency and Hasselhoff works for her but who's the star of the show seriously so you know this guy gives up all the information and the head criminal guy is like okay thank you for doing business and one of the assistant thugs has a gun with a silencer and as we fade to black we hear the gunshot So I think it's pretty safe to assume that this time he is dead. Even though we don't see it. I'm gonna go ahead and guess that the thug, he did a pretty good shot and did not miss. Now Garner is talking to Griff and you may wonder, who the fuck's Griff? Because I'm wondering who the fuck is Griff. And this isn't a case of just me not paying good attention and missing lots of details on stuff. I just I may have missed the details but who the fuck is Griff he's the other new addition in the opening credits from last week um, and we didn't find out last week that there is this new character so here he is Um, in the opening credits he's usually got like a camera so I I guess Griff is the guy that goes and takes picture for them now who's Griff where did he come from? Is he part of the detective agency? If so, uh, we don't learn about his hiring, he just shows up? Just the way that the psychic just disappeared one day? <laughs> um, Even though, I mean, technically she wasn't part of the detective agency, so they didn't really have to explain to us why she disappeared. She just did. She got Judy Winslowed. Was it Judy, the one that disappeared? One of the Winslow kids just disappeared. And that's what happened with the psychic. So, then Angie Harmon, uh, she looks out at the water. And she sees David Hasselhoff and her sister having fun on a wave rider. And Angie Harmon is just kind of like... Just something's boiling up in her, like... Because she wants to fuck David Hasselhoff. She has... uh, Probably since like episode two, and you know she hasn't moved in on it, so her sister's moving in on it, and she just she just can't stand it. And as third, she's driving her sister home, well, to Angie Harmon's house because you know her sister has no other place to stay. I mean, I'm sure Hasselhoff would have allowed her to stay at her at his place, but no, she's gonna stay with Angie Harmon, and even Angie Harmon's sister's like no just go ahead and fuck Hasselhoff you know you want to and she gives a lot of excuses why she can't and then they have a big sister fight cuz that's what sisters do but then it gets resolved cuz that's what also sisters do so they're hanging out at the nightclub cuz you know Hasselhoff doesn't really treat the ladies to like a real restaurant he always takes them to the nightclub that's downstairs from the office um, because I think he gets, like, discounts. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow, well, my mind just kind of went off the rails there. So start over! I should edit and delete that, but I won't! Because this, this is an honest podcast. And I give you all of me. Warts and all. So, but yeah, he's there, and the guy that's going to make the face fake passport shows up and takes Angie Harmon's sister's photo because he's gonna need a photo to make the passport and Hasselhoff's just like huh that's kind of weird but she says like oh no the guy just thought I was Demi Moore like oh okay yeah yeah I guess I could kind of see that um I don't think Hasselhoff believes her but he he wants to you know bang her so he's gonna overlook that And she plays darts and starts chatting up with some other guy. And, you know, like a shark in the water, he smells someone going in for his meat. And he's... But he's not going to start a fist fight or anything. But you can see in his eyes that he doesn't like this. He wants to beat up this guy because he wants to fuck Angie Harmon's sister. So he goes outside and sees Angie Harmon. And since he wants to fuck Angie Harmon as well, he, uh you know, brings her some drinks and they talk and the sad origin story of why the sisters are fighting. The sit and G. Herman's sister got arrested as a kid and their mother went to bail her out. Unfortunately, on the way there, car crash and mother is dead. And that's been the source of the rift since then. But, you know, I Hasselhoff is gonna try to make things better, like, you know, your sister may have changed this time. She might be here for the better. Um, You know, she suspiciously uh, pretends to be on phone calls and, you know, gets pictures taken by weird men. But, you know, and also, you know, her not having clothes. How is that not a red flag? Seriously. Like, I just spurred the moment, decided to fly, like, across the country and decided... Well, I don't need clothes. I'll figure it out when I get there. I mean, there might have been an explanation given that I ignored and missed, but I don't care if there was. There is no fucking good explanation you can give for, like, I hopped on a plane, flew across the country, didn't bring clothes, but don't worry, everything is okay. No, there just is no explanation for that. Meanwhile, the heat, the heat, the head evil criminal guy, he lands in Los Angeles, California, Montana. Yeah, he lands in Los Angeles, Montana. I don't care. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with the idea that there's a Los Angeles, Montana, and he may be evil and heartless and ruthless, but he did give money to charity on his way out, and that. I, he's not all bad, really. Like, some of the so-called good people would walk right past the charity people and not give anything. But this guy, he's evil, but he knows. You know, there's people out there that need my help. This morning, and Auntie harmon sister has made breakfast. A lot of it. Seems like a lot more than, like, two people would eat. Girls, invite me over. I'll eat breakfast with you. Because it actually does look pretty good. Some, like, scrambled eggs there and sausage and bacon and... That's it. I'm gonna hop into my time travel thing, go back to the mid-90s and find them and ask if I could stop in for breakfast. Or I guess I could just go and make myself this food that I kind of do want now. Damn you, Baywatch Knights. Damn you for making me hungry. Because when I'm hungry, I can't think of what happens next. Oh, um, the evil head criminal guy, or I think one of his assistant dogs actually, goes and finds the guy that makes the fake passports and presumably shoots him. We don't even get the sound effect this time of the gunshot. We just see him put a silencer on his gun, and... Yeah. We're gonna have to just assume that... uh, Forger guy got uh, killed. And David Hasselhoff is talking to Garner. Because he recognizes that guy as being, like, uh... All sorts of illegal shady shit with paperwork. And so he doesn't buy the story of, like, oh... He just randomly thought that Angie Harmon's sister was Demi Moore. No, that just seemed There is something weird that I can't quite place. But don't worry, Hasselhoff. I'm sure once you fuck her, you'll figure it out. And then Donna D'Errico comes home. Or comes to the club. Or comes to work. Or whatever. <laughs> she comes to this place in a limo. And she gets out. And she kisses her reflection in the window or I don't know if it's meant to be kissing whoever is, else is in the limo cause I don't know if it's her limo or she's just getting dropped off cause she fucked some guy in a limo I don't know I I hope she was trying to kiss someone and wasn't just kissing her reflection cause like I, I can forgive if she was just trying to kiss through the window to her lover I'm not even going to presume that it was a man. It could have been a woman. It could have been a horse. I don't know many horses that ride limos, but I'm not going to presume things. But if she's kissing herself, then, yeah, I just, I can't take you. And Angie Harmon, like, comes up and asks, oh, because one of the things uh, Angie Harmon and her sister were discussing is whether or not Angie Harmon's boring. So Angie Harmon asks Dante Erko. Do you think I'm boring? And Don D'Erico's like, Yes. <laughs> like, no hesitation, just, uh, Yes, you're boring as fuck. Now, Hesoff, since he's all, like, Suspicious and shit, uh, Follows Angie Harmon's sister, Who's going to meet the forger guy, And she wants to get the fake passport, But, uh-oh, he's dead. And they just left his dead body there. Sure, why not? Uh, I mean, I don't know how long ago that he got shot, but you kind of have to like have that suspenseful reveal, right? Um, lucky that no one else came to the back in between and saw, like, holy shit, there's a dead body here. And uh, Doug would have to shoot them, too, and then the bodies are going to pile up. But luckily, Angie Harmon's sister was the first one to come, and... You know, he's got the gun on her, like, give me the briefcase, I'm your generic criminal thug. But it's a good thing for Angie Harmon's sister that Hasselhoff was suspicious as fuck, because he's right there, and he gets to drop on him, and knocks the guy down, and Hasselhoff and Angie Harmon's sister run off, and the guy's chasing after them, but then they cut across the basketball court, and... Because is, has is in with all the b-ball players. All the ballers on the court. He's like, oh, these guys, this guy's following me. Slow him down. And so the thug tries to run across the court and all the ballers are just there like, oh, yo, yo, hold up. We're having a game here. You go around. You go take the long way. You are not going to fuck with our game. Fuck your honky ass. Um... Yeah. I didn't want to mention that they were all black, but I I just feel the need to bring up that yeah, they were large black men and the criminal thug is a white guy. So I think there was a little bit of racist uh fear there on his part of the thug's part like, oh, there's all these big black men who are going to beat me up. Okay, I am going to stop my chase here and go somewhere safe where the white people are. Not me. I'm not the racist. This fucking criminal thug is. So Angie Harmon's sister comes clean and explains everything. She was a limo driver and she was so good at it that she got hired by, you know, this skeezy guy to just drive him around and not ask questions. Which, she must have asked some questions because then she, she knows that she, she was driving him down to make some sort of deal for some cocaine or some powder, as they call it, because, you know, this is mid-90s syndicated TV. I don't think they're allowed to say cocaine. So she just said that they were, eh, they, she said they were just going for some powder. Or, who knows? Maybe it was a, you know, $100,000 baking soda deal. Or maybe they were just trying to buy some talcum powder. You know, they should have, you know, explicitly said it's cocaine. Because now, I don't know what kind of powder. Some really damn good talcum powder. But, you know, she heard the gunshots and got scared and drove away. But she didn't have the briefcase with the powder. She had the briefcase with the money. Because... Which makes me wonder, what the guy was planning to fuck over the other guys in this deal and take the cocaine for himself without paying? Why did he bring the briefcase of money to the first place? Was it in case things went bad and he just goes, my bad, here's the money, no skin off our nutsacks, right? Let's go on with the deal. It's... Cause if he didn't, cause if she had the briefcase, she didn't get out to get a briefcase. So the briefcase was left in her car. And if your plant, like, don't you bring a briefcase full of like shredded paper? To at first they make them think like, oh, yeah, I got the briefcase. I'm gonna give you the money. Oh, sorry, I fooled you. It wasn't really money. It was dirty socks. So many questions. But she, uh, you know, escaped and decided to, you know, hop on a plane and go across the country. Which, again, why did no one think it was weird? Actually, no, now now it makes sense because she says that the airline lost the briefcase. So, I'm guessing her lie was that the airline lost her luggage. That's why she needed new clothes. Okay, I apologize, Angie Harmon's sister. You did come up with a lie that would make sense to make them not question you further. I apologize. I don't know why it never dawned me of like, oh, you could lie that the airline lost your luggage. People would believe it. It happens all the time. And they lost a the briefcase full of cash. That also happens all the time, unfortunately. But that I don't think is so much. It was lost as so much as it was, you know, quote-unquote lost and stolen. But the head criminal guy, he's got his new plan, like, okay, if we can't get Angie Harmon's sister, let's get Angie Harmon. And he pulls out a gun and is like, I want you to come with me. And she's like, no, I don't think so. And he's like, please as he points the gun to her so at least you know he does have some manners like you know he doesn't need to say please because the gun in her face is all you need to kind of convince her that she's coming with you but the please like I... so he's he's not a totally bad guy he's got manner manners and donates to charity you know so let's accentuate the positives here So Hasselhoff gets a call from the evil criminal kingpin guy. And he's letting him know that, you know, we've got Angie Harmon. You've got my money. Let's make a fair trade. Which, again, you know, at least he's willing to make the trade. He could just kill Angie Harmon and go, yeah, you're next if you don't get me my money, bitch. So, at least, you know, he's got his code of honor. But, you know, Angie Harmon's sister is still saying, like, oh, the airline lost it. And Hessoff gets mad, like, I don't believe you, you're fucking liar. And she's like, okay, I left it at the airport in baggage claim. Which, I guess makes sense, now that I think about it, because she never really called the airline, saying, like, hey, you lost this uh, suitcase that's full of a lot of money that's, you know, could really help me get the hell out of this country and do stuff, you know. I don't know. I I can't comprehend the idea of a, a lot of money, so I don't even know what I would do with it if I got like a briefcase full of 100 grand. It'd be like, "Oh, wow. Um I I don't know. I'll go buy some new shoes." Yeah, and I know 100 grand is like not even really that much of money. Actually, I don't know how much money was supposed to be in this briefcase. But, so, Hasselhoff, like, you know, goes down to the airport and go gets it, because, I don't know, how long do they leave things in baggage claim? Don't they, like, say, yo, uh, pick up your shit now? I don't know. I, I, have never had to put luggage in baggage claim. But they pick it up and they bring it to the office. But, unfortunately, Adji Harmon's sister doesn't know the combination to open briefcase. But Garner, he knows the combination, and by that he knows how to pick locks. I'm not gonna insinuate anything about the fact that the black guy is the one that knows how to pick locks. It's just a coincidence. And inside not money. It's a phone book. Which I don't know, do phone books have like the same weight as like hundred grand in cash? Possibly. This is why you put it all like on a preloaded Visa card. It's so much easier to just kind of transfer over. (laughs) That just, I don't know, the thought of that just made me laugh. Like, just these big criminal guys trading gift cards. That, That is funny. Someone should do something with that. But, you know, it's like I said, like, why would he have the money if he was planning on fucking them over? But still, why not have the briefcase? If you're going to fuck them over. That's the way you do it. Like, you cut up, like, the pages of the phone book and put them all down. And then you just cover the top with, like, ones. Um. And then, you know, they open it. They see some money. They're like, okay. And then by the time they find out, like, wait, underneath the money is pages from the yellow books. Then you pull out your Uzi and shoot them. Uh, Like... I, this guy's plan was just so horrible. <laughs> he he left the fake briefcase in the car. Um, yeah, but, you know, now they're having, like, this issue. Like, okay, because the Criminal Kingpin guy, he's still got Angie Harmon. And he's expecting his money. And how are they going to get out of this? This is why. Do my plan, Hasselhoff. Cover the top of the briefcase with ones. You probably need, what, like $50 in singles. And by the time he, like, can count and see that, hey, wait, underneath these dollar bills is a fucking phone book. Well, obviously, you're not going to shoot them with an Uzi, because you're like Batman. You don't use guns. But, like Batman, you've got, like, super judo moves, and you use your judo moves to take them down. Dude, my plan is much better than whatever plan you have, Hasselhoff. So, the criminal kingpin uh gives the instructions. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a call. Let's see who's decided to call me. Hello? Hi, good morning. My name is Ronnie. I'm calling today to speak with Mr. Alberto. Alberto? Yes. I'm calling with EasyCare GWC Customer Care on behalf of the sale resale Delaware for the 2017 Chevy Equinox. Oops. Um, that actually was probably wasn't really a complete scam call, but uh, not a call that I want to <laughs> deal with and talk to. Why don't I? Well, oops, you know, I just accidentally hung up on them. So let the record show that if they uh, have to go through this recording to find out, like, hey, why did this guy hang up on me? All my listeners can attest, I accidentally hung up. Um, Yeah, I really hope that wasn't, like, something important that I needed to take care of. Oh, boy. But so the plan is, like, the Criminal Kingpin, he details the plans, like, Meet us here at this time and Angie Harmon's sister is to bring the briefcase and she has to come alone or I shoot Angie Harmon and luckily while it's specified she has to come alone he at no point said oh also no one can follow you and come in afterwards and that is where the Hasselhoff detective agency plan comes into play as they're gonna follow her and come in afterwards. Which, Garner pulls out some guns and he hands one to Hasselhoff. And Hasselhoff doesn't want it, because, you know, he's like Batman. He doesn't want to deal with guns That's that murdered his parents. Okay, I don't know if Hasselhoff's uh, backstory is that his parents got murdered. But it is now, in my head canon. <laughs> his parents were murdered, and he secretly trained to become like Batman. Except decided, I'll do more good with a lifeguard outfit than the bat tights. (laughs) So, and then uh, Hasselhoff meets with this guy, Earl, who hands him a bag and Earl's like, I I, I don't want to know what the hell you're doing with this. less I know, the better. So, good for you, Earl. And so, Angie Harmon's sister uh, shows up with the briefcase and they take her to the place where Angie Harmon is. Meanwhile, Hasselhoff and Garner are sneaking in. Through the back way and you know the criminal kingpin's like open the briefcase so I can see my money he, he's smart he knows you can't just trust that they gave you the money but Angie Harmon's sister is like I don't know the combination and unfortunately the criminal kingpin he doesn't know how to pick locks so he just takes his gun and shoots the locks off and he sees like uh oh it's a phone book you're fucking us over. I'm gonna shoot both of you now. But luckily, Hasselhoff and Garner have made it at this point, and they throw grenades at them. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, that seemed like a kind of a uh, dangerous little plan there. Um, and then they pull out smoke grenades. I don't know why you couldn't just use the smoke grenades at first. Why did you need, like, the real grenades to explode stuff? The smoke grenade would kind of give you cover and enough of a distraction. Why did you have to blow shit up? Like, you know, what if, like, you threw it wrong and it landed a little too close to the people and kaboom! Or, you know, a piece of wall fell down because of the grenade explosion. Kaboom! But with all the smoke grenades and they don't know, no one can see what's going on, and... Hesloff still doesn't use a gun, because even though he's got it pulled out, he's not going to use the gun, I don't think. But there's this guy on the rooftop, and Garner shoots him, and this is just beautiful and fantastic, because the guy does a flip off the roof. I, Granted, I've never been shot, and especially not while on a roof, so I guess I can't say for sure... How I would fall if I got shot while on a roof, but I imagine I would probably just you know slump over and fall. I probably would not do a front flip. <laughs> like like you, you fucking jumped and flipped and then fell to the ground. Maybe he thought, if I flip, I can make this landing and not die and that is why I probably will never become a henchman because I would never think like that like oh hey you know if I flip I can maybe survive this now one of the thugs is about to get the jump on Gardner but David Hasselhoff sees him and he breaks his long standing no guns Batman policy and shoots the guy but he had to do it he had to save Gardner's life so it was for the greater good and so then there's more running and fist fights and just the good guys win. The good guys win. That's all that matters. And, you know, Angie Harmon has a heart-to-heart with her sister. And her sister is like, you know, I have to move back to New York. But maybe one day I'll come for a good reason or something. I don't know. I Once there's sappy heart-to-heart talks, I kind of... Uh, tune out. Like, what? What? I'm not watching a chick flick. I'm watching Baywatch Nights. I'm not here for heart-to-heart conversations between women. Though, I guess, Baywatch Night passes the Bechdel test. So here's two women, they're talking about something other than men. And they're fully formed characters with... What the fuck? <laughs> of all the shows to pass the Bechdel test Baywatch Nights does? oh my god that just uh, and I'm not even gonna go really into like the flaws of the Bechdel test anyhow but wow <laughs> I, w- I would not have like thrown Baywatch Nights as being a show to pass the Bechdel test but it did It it certainly did So, Angie Harmon's sister, she goes to the airport, um, but before she gets on her flight, uh, she has to go to one of those lockers where you keep your belongings, and, oh, there's a briefcase in there, with a million dollars. It was a million dollar deal, which goes to show you, like, how poor I am, that I was thinking it was a hundred thousand dollar deal, and I'm like, wow, that is a fuck ton of money. (laughs) but no a hundred grand like it could buy you some powder but a million dollars like oh that's the kind of powder that you're gonna fucking kill over so i guess that makes more sense that you would want to start killing people over a million dollars as opposed to just a hundred grand but then still back to my questions of this guy's really fucking Fucking stupid, idiotic plan to screw over the guy selling him the powder. Because why does he have... Why did he have a briefcase with a million dollars to begin with if his plan was to fucking kill the guys with the powder? um, Unless, I guess, his plan was kill and immediately run out of the country, so I need that million dollars. Um, But, you know, I mean, long term life would have been easier to not kill them, and then you wouldn't need that million dollars. But if it's your million dollars to begin with, since you're paying to buy the powder, oh, so many questions I still have. But as she's trying to walk away with the million dollars, here's Hasselhoff, that brown Adidas bomber jacket, I love it. I, you know what? I am gonna. I need to find one. I need to find one. This is gonna be my Halloween costume this year. I'm. Although when you listen to this, this is probably already after Halloween, and I'm not gonna find one in time for Halloween. But for next Halloween, I am gonna find a brown Adidas bomber jacket, and I'm gonna go as David Hasselhoff in Baywatch Nights. And possibly Baywatch Days. I don't know if he ever wears this bomber jacket during the day. Only during the date on nights. Um, Yeah. Baywatch Nights takes a... What? It's so confusing for me to try to explain it, because Baywatch Nights takes place during the day for half the episodes. Really, three-quarters of the episode takes place during the day. So how do I differentiate Baywatch Nights and Baywatch Days when it all happens during the day? Uh... But yeah, Angie Harmon's sister has been caught with the money and is going to jail. Over at the club, Hesselhoff is still feeling guilty about the fact that he shot a guy. But as Garner points out, if, he, if Hesshoff didn't shoot the guy, Garner would be dead. You know, you gotta outweigh the positives to the negatives. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And. You might not always believe it, but Hasselhoff proved that it's true. At least in this case. So, but Hasselhoff is going to have to live with that the rest of his life. Sorry, Hasselhoff. But I'm sure Batman also has these regrets. Because while he doesn't shoot people, there have been times he just lets them fall to their death. And so, he may as well have killed them. And Angie Harmon enters in the club, but Donna DeRuco wants to apologize. Like, oh, you know, the other day when I said you were boring, I didn't mean that. I meant you were predictable. She really isn't that much better, <laughs> but, you know, you're getting an apology out of Donna DeRuco. You take what you can get. But to prove she's not boring and predictable, Angie Harmon walks over to Hasselhoff, and just full-on kisses him. Just makes out with him. I think she even slips him some tongue. And Hasselhoff's just like, whoa, what, what, what? Cause I told you, they're going to fuck. But not tonight. Because Angie Harmon tells him, like, just because I did that doesn't mean we're dating. Which, um, yeah, I mean, you don't need to be dating someone to make out with them. It, it's okay. It's just... It It's out of character for Angie Harmon, but I guess that was the point, because she's trying to prove that she's not boring and predictable, so she did something that was completely out of character. And Hasselhoff's not going to complain, because, you know, I mean, he didn't get to bang Angie Harmon's sister, but Angie Harmon is a step above, so if he gets Angie Harmon, that is better than getting Angie Harmon's sister. It's like mathematics, and so that was another episode of Baywatch Nights. Slowly getting there. I will slowly one day reach the end and I will probably throw a party. That is if my brain hasn't become full mush by that point. But you know the deal. Velvet Owl at Hotmail.com or leave a comment in the comment section, depending on where you're listening to this Uh yeah I'm ready to just pass out and maybe I should call that place back and make sure it wasn't like something important nah I love you guys